The Mets reach 100 wins for just the fourth time in franchise history, but they're still headed for the wild card round because the Braves locked up the National League East, beating the Marlins in Miami. The Mets did sweep the Nationals in a doubleheader here at City Field, a wet, windy doubleheader, 4-2 and 8-0 your scores. Welcome back to the Empire Automotive Group Mets postgame show. Brad Heller in for Wayne Randazzo. Let's get to the highlights in this one. Game number one, the starting pitching matchup, Carlos Carrasco and Corey Abbott, and the Mets were able to get to Abbott in the bottom of the second inning. They put runners on second and third with two outs, and Brandon Nimmo drove him in. No score, two in scoring position, two out on the second. Payoff pitch to Nimmo. Swinging a liner towards first, fair ball, base hit, going down the line. Caroms off the jutting stands, Canna scores, Nito right behind him, the throw goes to second, Nimmo slides in, hit first safely, he's got a two-run double. The Mets are leading by a score of two to nothing. Start of a huge day for Nimmo, both in Game 1 and Game 2. The Mets tacked on another run in the third. They had the bases loaded. Marcana drove in one with a sacrifice fly to make it 3-0. Then it was Nimmo again in the fourth. Abbott from his windup, two balls, one strike on Nimmo, and a two-run double his last time. Abbott's pitch. Nimmo, it's a high fly, right center field, pretty deep. Robles is going back. He's near the wall. He looks up. It's gone. Home run, Brandon Nimmo. That ball was rocked in the right center field near the 380 sign out there as Nimmo rips his 15th home run of the year. He's driven in 61. That's three today. And the Mets have a four to nothing lead. That's one of those that sounded like a home run off the bat and not just because there are so few people here that maybe you hear it a little bit more clearly. You know, home runs tend to have certain sounds to them. Uh, that was a home run sound right on contact. 398 feet for that Brandon Nimmo home run in game one. It made it 4 nothing. Meanwhile, against Carlos Carrasco, the Nationals had a runner in scoring position in each of the first four innings. You heard the defensive gems of the game. Francisco Lindor made a couple of great plays in the second, a leaping catch and also a diving stop to potentially save a run. The Nationals did get to Carrasco in the fifth. Victor Robles, a leadoff double. Then the nine-hitter Riley Adams smoked a two-run home run. That was it for Carrasco, who gave up two runs. He pitched into the fifth, five hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. So a better start for him after the previous couple, 73 pitches. Drew Smith came in, gave up back-to-back singles, but then was able to get out of a jam. Luke Voigt hit into a double play. Nice play by Jeff McNeil, who played second base in game one, tagged a runner and threw to first to get a double play. Also, some great assistance in game one by the Mets replay analyst Harrison Friedland. The Mets won two challenges, one in the fifth inning, Ildemaro Vargas, an infield single. It was overturned. Francisco Lindor's throw to first was in time after replay. The Mets also won a challenge in the seventh. Originally, Alex Call. Ruled to have stolen second base, but then after replay review, then throw from Tomas Nito, perfectly placed to Jeff McNeil, who already had his glove on call, and he was ruled out after a challenge. So two challenges for the Mets. They won them both. Harrison Friedland, that's the save of the game, sponsored by Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. The Mets, 80% when it comes to challenges this season, far and away the best in baseball. After Carlos Carrasco, it was Drew Smith who ended up pitching an inning. Uh, David Peterson was next, then Adam Adovino, and Edwin Diaz got the final four outs for save number 32. Drew Smith got the win, and the Mets took the opener of this doubleheader, 4-2, the final score.
On to game two, which started after 8 o'clock tonight. Still the wind, still the rain throughout the day, throughout the evening. It was Taiwan Walker and Paolo Espino in the pitching matchup. Espino came in 0-8, and he was headed for 0-9 immediately. The first batter Espino faced in the bottom of the first was Brandon Nimmo. Espino is downhill, the 1-0. Nimmo drives one in the air. That's deep to right center. Thomas is back near the wall. That ball is gone. Home run. Brandon Nemo has led off the ballgame with his second home run of the doubleheader. He punched one out in the first game. He brings the apple up right away here in game two. It's his 16th home run this season. And the Mets are out in front, one to nothing here in the bottom of the first. The home run apple stayed up because next up was Francisco Lindor. Two balls, two strikes the pitch. Lindor drives one in the air. That's deep to right field. Thomas will watch it go. That ball is gone. Into the Coca-Cola corner, Francisco Lindor has given the Mets back-to-back home runs to start the game. It's Lindor's 26th home run of the year. It's RBI number 104. I know the Mets haven't done that this year. Back-to-back homers to start the game. Nimmo and Lindor, it's 2-0. They hadn't done back-to-back home runs to start the year. They also had never done what happened next with Jeff McNeil. This is definitely the first time they've gone back-to-back to start a game. McNeil drives one to right. This one's going to go three in a row to start the game. Into the Coca-Cola corner. Jeff McNeil makes it back-to-back-to-back. And it's three to nothing Mets. Three straight home runs to start the game against Paolo Espino. First time that's happened in franchise history. Brandon Nimmo, Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil, bottom of the first inning of game two, back to back to back, off of national starter Paolo Espino. And that was the turning point of game two, the back to back to back home runs. Listen to WCBS 880. Well, later this morning in the 8 a.m. hour for your chance to win, we are past midnight. If the 88th caller can correctly identify the turning point of the game, they'll win a prize package that includes a pair of Mets tickets. The turning point is sponsored by Riverhead Building Supply with 13 locations on Long Island. They are everywhere you are and online at rbscorp.com. The Mets were just getting started in that bottom of the first with the back-to-back-to-back homers. Then Espino loaded the bases and Alonzo single and then walks to Vogelback and Escobar. Marcana, a sacrifice fly. His second sack fly, the doubleheader, that made it 4-0. Then Luis Guillorme chipped in, an RBI double down the right field line. It was 5-0, and Palo Espino done after getting just one out as he came out in favor of right-hander Reed Garrett. Garrett struck out James McCann, but then back to the top of the order, and Nimmo added on to the lead. The ball's one strike on Nimmo. Second and third, two outs, five runs home. Garrett deals, and Nimmo bloops the ball to left. That's going to get down a base hit. Escobar scores around third. Guillaume's on his way home. He makes it without a throw. It's a seven-run first inning. Brandon Nimmo's driven in three runs in each game of the doubleheader. And the Mets have taken a 7 to nothing lead on Washington here in the bottom of the first. 11 batters to the plate in that first inning. Seven runs on six hits. All seven runs charged to Palo Espino. The Mets off to a great start in game number two. Meanwhile, Taiwan Walker threw a lot of pitches, especially in the third inning. He did 31 of them. There was a 12-pitch at bat to the nine-hitter Tres Barrero. He singled. 
but Walker was able to strand runners at second and third. He struck out Joey Manessis to end that third inning. Walker ended up with 10 strikeouts on the day through four and a third scoreless innings, gave up just four hits with no walks. Now, at that point, the Mets are up big, but then the Braves ended up beating the Marlins in Miami 2-1, to one, so that locked up the NL East. At that point, Buck Showalter made wholesale changes. That was in the sixth inning, including Francisco Alvarez, putting him behind the plate, so he was catching for the first time as a Met, and then Alvarez accomplished another first, leading off in the bottom of the sixth. Two balls and two strikes as Edwards deals. Breaking ball hammered. Left center field. Way back. The first major league hit for Francisco Alvarez is a long home run. The Mets have taken an 8-0 lead. And Alvarez is on the board. His first big league hit traveled about 425 feet. And the 20-year-old Alvarez has punched one out. It is eight to nothing Mets here in the sixth. And we can officially welcome the top prospect in all of baseball, Francisco Alvarez, to the big leagues. Francisco Alvarez, the 16th Met, whose first career hit was a home run. And it's happened three times this season, along with Nick Plummer and Brett Beatty. Alvarez with the home run, 439 feet, 109 miles an hour off the bat. The smash of the game presented by Smashburger, 100% certified Angus Beef Burgers, fries, shakes, and more. Alvarez was 0 for 8 before that home run. He got up a second time and ripped a double off the left field wall. That was 108 miles an hour. The two hardest hit balls of the night off the bat of the 20-year-old Francisco Alvarez. Meanwhile, after Taiwan Walker, this point, 8-0 the score. Steven Nagosik ended up going two and two-thirds innings, two and two-thirds scoreless. He picked up his first major league win, and it was Tyler McGill, the final two innings to close it out as the Mets swept the doubleheader, 8-0 in game two, 4-2 in game one as they do pick up 100 wins, the fourth time in franchise history the Mets have reached 100 wins. The 1969 team won 100, the 1988 team won 100. Only the 86 team with 108 has more than the 2022 Mets. 100 wins, but still headed for the wild card.